Who's your daddy? Boom, we are off. Another episode, Booze Your Daddy Podcasts, Dr. Alan Snyder, Stephanie, Blue and True, Dancona. <laughs> Blue and True. Today, we have a mystery guest. It is like the mass Singer version. <gasps> it is the mass Singer, kind of. Mass Singer, go ahead and say something for everybody because we can't see you because of that beautiful unicorn head that you got on. Y'all are catchers. Y'all are catchers. Oh my God, if I had a dollar. <laughs> for every time I have heard Joe Babe say that. <laughs> she is rocking a beautiful Dunkadoo where I got my Dunkadoo shirt on. I got my- represent. Here I am with a button-down shirt that I ironed. You're not a Dunkadoo anyway. <laughs> but I'm so glad that we could do this because this is my first threesome, probably also for you guys too. So what's up, Joe? How you doing, babe? Talk to us. I miss you guys terribly. I'm glad I get to join y'all. It's like being at the bar with y'all again. Oh my God. Two that y'alls in one sentence. Joanne, where do you live and where are you from? I, I live in California now. I'm a West Coaster. I lived in New York City for a while, but I'm originally from Texas. I've been around. Oh, my exes live in Texas. That's why I love Stephanie. I met her in New York, and we both, she knows country music. I can karaoke with her at country we, music. We can, me and Joanne can jam out to early 80s country like nobody's yeah. business. Like, we've spent hours doing it, and it's not been hours wasted at all. And I oh. know it's obnoxious to other people, but I love it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Wait a minute. But as a, I don't know if you've been there. Have, Stephanie, have you been there for a Jolene version or Joe Babe version? Yeah. There was one time that we snuck away. Oh, uh, we did it at the parlor. We snuck yeah. out and did it at another place. And I think yeah. went back to the parlor after that. Maybe we did it at... Uh, Jackie Oki. Yeah, I haven't been there in forever. Well, I have heard that. Now, I have some great video of Joanne singing Jolene that we're definitely going to post. And the best is the part of the video where she's yelling, you better not be recording me. (laughs) You better not post that on Facebook. And I'm like, this is going. And then once a year, it comes up on Facebook. I'm like, seven years ago, this is what happened. And it's it's so good. You know, I want to talk about my beer, but it's. The fact that that get papa gets on Josh's nerve means we're just going to do it twice as much. That was so, so great. This is our first guest. I think we should defer to our guest. Yes, absolutely. Ladies first. All right. Well, this is a California beer since I'm in California. Ladies Um, first. Do we have any ladies on this podcast? I don't think we have one ever. (laughs) Barely. Barely ladies. Joanne's at the top. I'm probably below you. It is called Love Hazy. It's an IPA from Almanac. And that is a beautiful, beautiful green color. Was that on purpose? It's sexy. Yeah, no. Yes, right? (laughs) Because Joanne, I'm not going to show you my beer, but I also got one that was green. You guys are nerds. Great minds think alike. Awesome. That's also coming from me, and I'm wearing glasses that were sunglasses, and I just popped the lenses out. Alan, what you got going on? I know you have some green beer, so yeah. So, so I don't know if you guys have seen what's been going on a lot online, and it's been making the news. But you know, Trader Joe's is under fire right now for their ethnic foods. Did you guys know about this? No, I didn't know that. No, so they haven't. Not exactly. So, some 17 year old started an online 
blind petition. I think it's a female, actually, not that that matters. You know, what they try to do to get, you know, kind of their own versions of stuff, you know, they have a Corona imitation beer, then they call it Trader Jose, because Jose and Joe or Trader Joe are very similar. No way, really? They, they have a German Pilsner that is the uh, Joseph Bra. That's their version of that. They have Italian foods that is like Giotto, G-I-O, even though the translation of Joe in Italian is Giuseppe, and they have Asian food that is Trader Ming variety, and they are getting lots of heat for this. The petition online says it exoticizes the name or whatever the hell that means. So I love it because I think that is absurd. And if anything, do you know what it's done? It has made them sell more of this stuff because they say they might be pulling it off the shelves, but I went to Trader Joe's the other day and couldn't find anything and asked them. They said, we are fresh out. We get another order tomorrow. Good <laughs> for you. So Listen, the, you tell people they can't get anything anymore. Everybody wants it. It is a, It's beer and some other foods. So I just want to go back to Simpler Times, which is the name of this beer. It's a lager beer that you get a six pack of this thing for like four bucks and is 6.2% alcohol by volume. Wait, I don't know. You got a six pack for how much? It's like four bucks maybe at Trader Joe's. It's dirt cheap. Yeah, All right. Mean, I need to go to Trader Joe's because yeah. I pay way too much for my booze now. Meanwhile, Stephanie, we are starting to have problems on this podcast. I don't know if you're aware of this. Now, sometimes we just report on the news and then things get bigger. But have you started to pick up on these little things that we talk about and then they go, not not from us, we don't do shit, but yes. they, they go massive. So, so do you know that I've been like joking around like, oh, let's open the beer and release the Kraken? Today, there's a new NHL team. Oh my God, I totally forgot you've been saying that. What uh, the hell? We've been saying release the Kraken, like crack the beer. And now there's an NHL team in Seattle that's the Kraken. Like this is getting creepy. The third time that this has this happened. Is the third or fourth. This is the third or fourth. I mean, the, the, the Washington football team thing, that was kind of already, but there's been a couple. Yeah, more. but now they're literally the Washington football team. So. so right. So here, let me just try this and see if it works. Wow. That mega millions is sure getting up there. That would be crazy if one of us wanted that, right? That would be really weird. You hear that podcast? You hear that? Mega millions. Hey, universe. Up? Hey, girl. Hey, uh, it's your girl, Steph. Hey, hey girl. I, I like that one bedroom apartment. I wish I could afford it. Next thing you know, that one bedroom apartment goes down in price and then you qualify and they call you and then bing, bang, boom, you live in the good life. That's all I've ever wanted. All right. Well, I am releasing the Kraken. So my beer is from KCBC. So that's Kings County Brewery Collective in Brooklyn. Didn't know that was a thing. It's called Taco Thursday. What? Thor spelled with the, what's the dot? Now? It's an Ushka or something. Pilsner. I didn't have time to go out and get beer and I really wanted food. So I was like, let me find a restaurant in my neighborhood that has good food and will deliver me a beer I've never had. Taco has to do with it, but I don't really care. Stephanie, it's already happening. Universe is hearing us because I didn't prepare with Joe to coordinate, but do you know what shirt that I was wearing and took off and I still have no! that <laughs> What? This, I have on my Taco Cat spelled backwards as Taco Cat. Like, I'm telling you, this is getting really, really weird that you got a beer that's taco. Who uh, who bought you that shirt, I wonder? My girl, Blue and True, Dan Kona. Hey. All right, cheers, Joanne. Get in on the cheers. Joe, babe. Cheers. I have so many, so many great memories of Joanne. So I'm just going to do a real, real quick. Here is something that I don't even, I think Joanne might know. I am still mad at her right now about something. I went on one of my baseball trips with some guy friends years ago, and we were going down to Texas and Joanne goes you you have to go to this place that's like you think in and out is good you think five guys is good we have a place in the south called Whataburger and oh, I made my friends yeah, go to the that. yeah well next time 
you see one, keep driving. That place, I made my friends go in. I'm like, guys, this is a thing in the South. Now, here is something really cool that they do. You get your food like counter style, and then now they don't have a waitress because it's a crappy fast food place. They come over with like a tray of every sauce you can imagine. You kind of pick which one's off. That is the best part of the experience. The rest of it, it was garbage. The food was so bad. And Joanne was like, you're crazy. That food was great. That food is so good. You ruined the burger because you deconstructed it. You took the tomatoes off. You just I, I don't need tomatoes, no. took the onions off of it. You got to eat it together. Oh, uh, okay. So you put more oh. bad things together. Yeah, so that was that was something I'm still mad at, Joanne. And I want my money and my time back. And my friends also now when we go, they're like, all right, we're not trusting anything you say. So Water burger is amazing. The other story that I have one to talk about was from last year or two years ago when we went to Vermont. Was it with when her friend Jalissa came? Yes. The story goes, we're out, we're doing, we're we're staying at this amazing, beautiful house that, you know, Big Mike or somebody puts a deposit down and we're really like, okay, yeah, we we are very respectful. We clean up, we do our stuff. And there was one night that Jalissa, she was just in the mood for toast. We're all hanging out, we're doing our thing and she starts to make her toast in the, you know, the toaster where you push the button down. I've grown up with a toaster oven so I don't ever use those things. You know, we're doing our thing in the kitchen. Next year, you hear a pop. You look back, and the toaster oven is slowly catching fire. So what happened was the electrical cord was close enough to the actual place where you put the bread that when she pushed it down to toast, the cord goes in there. I can't believe we didn't burn the whole electricity system up. The kitchen is on fire, and you can't help but to kind of stand there like a deer in headless. Like, (laughs) oh, oh, oh my God, like, what is happening right now? And Joanne, like a scene from Mrs. Doubtfire, comes out of nowhere. Help is on the way, dear! And she has a fire extinguisher to put this out. And maybe have not been the best idea because it still was an open electrical outlet. Taking that part away from it, the actual fire was about a foot wide, a foot tall. Joanne came in and starts doing these circles of about four feet. She made sure that that fire didn't get on the ceiling. It didn't get on the floor. She she basically exhausted the whole fire extinguisher and yes. you know what though she saved the day but it wasn't that was the first time I'd ever seen a fire extinguisher go off I did not know how horrible that crap is to like clean up it's we didn't pack. even get fined did we and I think we told them like hey we broke oh. it to your ninja <laughs> I was supposed to pay a hundred dollar security fee for the uh, what, it, what the toaster that got burnt it was going to take a hundred dollars out but he didn't take it out fast enough and then he emailed me oh I didn't take it out fast enough from your deposit um can you just send me a hundred dollars and i was like screw that you should we're never gonna rent that place again no i well i jumped and i think i yeah i did jump out on that so so my story piggybacks onto that exact same trip uh joanne will remember this alan you and the rest of our friends have never heard this so a bunch of people went uh hiking and a bunch of people went mini golf and i was i was a mini golfer yeah me joanne and her friend blow me up oh my god nobody whatever so like I was like Julius was to stay behind I was like I'll just stay behind with you guys I'd rather sit in the porch uh, read a book and drink a beer so Joanne was cooking her mac and cheese which is as all our friends know amazing that's her big contribution every trip we're in and out of the house whatever and I think at one point Joanne was like 
shit, we didn't, we didn't check on the pasta. Whatever. And she's stirring it. She's like, oh, I think it's a little soft. That's what she said. I looked at it and I was like, a lot of soft. She was like, all right, well, let's let's mix it with the cheese and stuff. And we're going to, uh, we'll put it in the oven and it'll kind of like, you know, we'll do a baked mac and cheese. It'll, it'll dry it out. You know that as you're complimenting her for making mac and cheese, you know, I also make you a mac and cheese every single time we go away. And you just gloss right over that. I didn't gloss over it. I just didn't say it. She makes the best mac and cheese. You I know how sensitive. Did I say that? I'm right. Trying. Joanne knows how sensitive I am and like, whatever. I'll drain it. She drains it and I, and I look at it and I'm like, that you can't, you can't save that. So she's like, ah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So she puts it in the pan with the cheese. As she's stirring it, it becomes like the equivalent of what I would think like old school gruel would look like. Like disgusting, the most, in, in all the pasta had broken apart and then congealed with the cheese. It's like grits. <laughs> like, yeah. So I dumped it out in a bag and it literally made this like cement block. So you guys were all coming home soon and we had just ruined like three boxes of macaroni. We had nothing else to eat. Wow. So I went to what whatever the nearest store was. It was a and I got a couple boxes of pasta and a couple boxes of cheese. And I came back and I remember Joanne being like, This isn't the same pasta. And I was like, the store had one kind of pasta, Joanne. We made it with you guys didn't even notice it was whole wheat penne and not like elbows. Yeah. I and we figured that we would tell everybody if they asked how that when we put the cheese in, we, the cheese bag had mold in the bottom. We don't care. Yeah, but me anything. and Joanne and Julissa sat there like the entire dinner just waiting because there were so many people were like, how will one of them not notice that it's whole wheat penne instead of elbows? Do you know Do you know why? Because our only friend that would actually notice is colorblind and he didn't see it. You're right. He would have. He would have noticed it. He would have been like, this is not the normal. If he would have saw the box, he would have flipped his shit and just be like, oh, this is not the regular pasta. I can't eat this pasta. Joanne or her friend were like, well, let's just say it. And I was like, let's just not. Joanne, do you have anything to add to that? Super I thought the sweetest part of it is when I'm stirring it and I'm going to, and you, I'm talking to you and Julissa and I'm looking at it and I'm going, well, maybe it's salvageable. And then you peek and you look in it and you go, darling, no, that's not salvageable. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my entire life and I like that was a fun that was a fun week it's always great with you I guess we didn't really introduce you as well as we could but you know I've known you now it's gotta be like seven eight years we met just randomly from dodgeball and then yeah. we played softball and we did all our things together and I wish I got to see you more and I definitely want to come visit as soon as you get rid of your cats oh you can take a pill they have no. pills for that or take no. a shot so now we're going to go on to trivia, except it's going to be a little different. So here's what we're going to do. And I, Joanne, I love the fact that you are yalling up a storm and talking about Texas and all this because I'm going in that vein. Now, you guys went ahead and put on costumes. I, I don't know why, but it's like it's Halloween and I didn't get the freaking memo. I look like a, a washed up dodgeball player, which some people would say I am. But Joanne, you have your... Uh, you're perfect. Thanks. I got a walrus over there. I am the walrus, uh, blue and true. And Johan's wearing a unicorn. This is great. It's funny because I recorded a podcast with my nephew, and yet this is still the most childish thing that's ever happened on. I mean, you've seen this a couple times. Newman, Joanne, Joanne, you can see up those eyeballs. I can. I can't see anything with my with my tusks. You know, what would be awesome if these tusks were like you know how they have those beer hats and you just drink out of the funnel was a funnel to my beer like a giant 
This is an audio podcast, and I will definitely urge people at least get get on YouTube, check out our Boozer Daddy, B-O-O apostrophe S-Y-O-U-R-D-D-D-A-D-D-Y, because they look absolutely absurd for this trivia. This is going to be great. Here's what I'm going to be asking. Now, I looked up a bunch of words and terms. Call it Southern slash redneck trivia. Now, I don't think... So I don't think redneck is a derogatory term. Joanne, are you offended by the term? Do you embrace the term? How do you feel about that term? No, not at all. I call myself redneck. Right. Now, I just don't want to be mean, so we're going to call it Southern Terms. So here's how it's going to work, okay? Stephanie, you're going to be going first. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you the word. You're going to write down a definition. Joanne, yours is going to be a little harder. Joanne, you have to use the word correctly in a sentence. Okay. Okay. I, I thought it was. I was like, "Oh man, I'm New York born and raised." I mean, I'm trash, but New York born and raised. This is great, Alan. I just watched Urban Cowboy too, so I am all set. Question number one: Britches. B R I T C H E S. So, Stephanie, you're defining it. Joanne, I need you to use it in a sentence. Number two: Hankering. H-A-N-K-E-R-I-N. Hankering. Question number three. Piddlin. P-I-D-D-L-I-N. Piddlin. Number four. Uppity. U-P-P-I-T-Y. Uppity. And number five. Gussied up. G-U-S-S-I-E-D. Up is just U-P. Stephanie, number one, britches. So I couldn't necessarily decide because I know how to use it in a sentence. I feel like it's like suspenders, pants, or underwear. Something like that. All right. Joanne, can you use, can you define it and use it in a sentence? Your britches, it's your, your bottom. She's too big for her britches. Or, but it's really about her attitude. Like, she's too big for her britches. She thinks she's better than we are, but she's not, kind of thing. A retort would be, you ain't shit. So, good job using it in a sentence, but the, the game is just to define the word. You both get a point. The answer is pants. So, it's just, yes, you're too big for your pants. Correct. Good job, guys. Both get a point. Woo. Number two, hankering, Stephanie. Uh, a wanting, a desire for, in the mood for. Yes, it's I want something or I gotta, I'm hungry for something. Like, I got a hankering for a big, juicy steak. Correct answer is a desire or craving. Ding, ding, ding. You get a Good job. Number three, piddlin. It's a kind of a food, like a side dish. Maybe something with beans or like a, some little or a kid. All right, I'll even tell you this. One of them is right. Oh, I may be wrong. I'm going to go with kid. All right, so I thought it, piddlin means you're procrastinating, you're goofing around, so you go stop piddling around and get your chores done kind of thing. All right, well, people can feel free to correct me. I think it might be diddlin or something, but I feel like I've heard what you said, piddlin. By definition, it was choice number C of Stephanie is it's a small amount, and usually it's meant in a negative connotation. Like, you gave me a piddlin amount of this? Like, come on. I, uh, You know what I'm going to do? Because Stephanie, even though she wrote down four things, which is absurd, I'm going to give Steph a half a point because I'm a nice guy. I want Stephanie to win this. So it is currently two and a half to two. Well, I would like a judge on the piddle thing. You know, who we, we have one specific friend that'll chime in no problem. 
Yeah, the one, only one. I feel like I get four text messages after every time an episode comes oh. out. <laughs> yes, I do. Also from my family, we have 17 friends that'll chime in. Our episodes come out every Wednesday and Saturday, but today is the one. We posted the one-month anniversary from the first time we've come out, and I, I love it. They are the Blue and True Crew. What's up, y'all? Blue and True Crew. Oh, I'm getting shirts made or some hats. There will be swag, I promise. We have people that still text us and they're and it's more of you guys aren't the worst. Yeah, no, it, it, no. If it was really bad, they would have given up. Like our first episode, the audio wasn't great, but they would have given up a long time ago if this was the worst half hour of their day. De- definitely. I love it. Show, babe. Number four, uppity. Fancy, bougie, nose in the air, think you're better than everybody else. Yeah, I agree with her. And I would say, oh, you come at me acting all uppity. Get out of here. Bram! <laughs> Correct answer is snobby. Give yourself a point. Both of you. All right. All right. And number five, gussied up. I feel like when you're gussied up, your friend will be like, girl, you fancy. You're all together, all that in a bag of chips. It's to get dressed up to go out at night. So you can sell. He, she must really like him. Look how gussied up she got. So gussied up means to get cleaned up and dress nicely. You both crushed this, guys. Oh, crushed it. That was fun. That was good. a good one. Good. I'm glad you guys did that because I think I probably would have only gotten maybe like two or three of these. Really? Which ones do you, do you think you would know? Piddlin' I wouldn't have got. I, my mom worked a couple years ago, actually a bunch of years ago, at the University of Maryland Dental School. And somebody <laughs> called somebody uppity one time and got fired for using a racial it, slur. It, right in the South, they would call educated black men, they would say they acted uppity. So uh, maybe, right. it's got a negative history. So if wow. you call. Yes. Maybe a white person wouldn't know it, but if you called an educated or a black person, you know, someone who, then they would be like, all right, cracker, you know, yes, I wouldn't call somebody uppity. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope everybody knows. I, you know, the new, know what the greatest term that has come out of cancel culture, it's the greatest uh, phrase, judge my intentions, not my words. I hope everybody who ever listens to this knows I am not racist. And I did not mean it like that because when I looked up the definition, it just said snobby. So I was like, all right. Maybe that's not what it means. And I'm, I'm really glad. And listen, we're not going to. I don't think anybody would be offended at all because it's, it's, I mean, unless you were in the South, I mean, no, I wouldn't expect you to know that. I, I, I didn't. I bet you don't even know what a coon ass is and how negative that is. Right? <laughs> I feel like I can figure that one out. Well, as I was looking these things up, I just have to tell you guys the two best phrases that I saw. So the phrase was, and I'll even say it like Joanne would say it, if that's okay. Yeah, no, go. I'm as happy as a puppy with two peckers. I don't like that. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> Joanne, come on. Dogs lick their balls, right? Yeah, you know what my mom would always say? She goes, I feel like a hooker that's been ridden hard and put up wet or something like that. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of Southern, you know. I, I, would, I would say crap and get sent to my room. Oh, and let me tell you this. If you're in the South and everybody, somebody says, oh, bless your heart, that means that's kind of an insulting, like. Oh, we yeah. know that. That's common. 
That's common. Yeah, that's, Listen, that's the same thing like up here. Like when somebody says, now I'm not trying to be rude. They're either about to break into <laughs> R. Kelly's yeah. remix or they're about to say yeah. something really fucked up. So the other one, which makes – now the first one I get. I mean, I've definitely seen a male dog just go to town. I mean, even my female <laughs> dog, she loves just a good uh, Sunday matinee down there. I think I can understand what this means, but have you ever heard, it's hotter than a goat's butt in a pepper patch? <laughs> actually haven't heard that one, but there's a lot of those that are that are similar to that. Happier than a puppy with two peckers. I know. That's, I've heard that. That's said a lot. My mom used to always say, too, it's colder than a witch's titty. Yeah, so that was on the list there, too. But the puppy yeah. thing, my friend Kate, like, loves dogs. She can't walk down the street without petting a dog. She's going to love that yeah. one, I guarantee you. No, I've heard that a lot. As you, you kind of struck a memory in me of one of the best stories you've ever told. I don't know if you want to jump in and fill these in. And maybe Stephanie knows this. The time that you took your cat to the vet. Yeah. Well, you know, I lived in, I was in Texas when I I got this white cat and a girl and I would sneak out on Fridays and go do happy or do like a lunch happy hour. And we come up with the name Cracker kind of after a few beers because off the show uh, South Park, how my little Cracker's doing today? Not knowing uh, two or three years later, I'd be living in Harlem and have to take my cat to a hospital on 145th and Broadway. between Broadway and Amsterdam. Which is way up there. That was before white people went up there. You couldn't get a yellow cab up there. I mean, that's when I first got to New York. I mean, you didn't see white people up there. Or you did a couple, but not a lot. I mean, right now, even like it, we're starting to gentrify that area. But I guess at that point, even a hundred street was dicey, east and west. Well, I'm sitting in the the lobby where everybody's got. There's like three or four people with dogs and cats, and they're all black ladies. It's the afternoon with their animals, and the lady comes out and goes, uh, "Cracker, cracker." <laughs> And I stand up with my cat and these ladies, everybody just bust out laughing. So, Joe, I tell the story that the lady says Cracker Stevens and everybody just looks at you and you nod and then you stand up like, yeah, it's me. I kind of shrugged my shoulders and, it, and these ladies were belly laughing. Like, Were they slapping? Was it Granny slapping? That was another one I saw. Granny slapping? That was uh, my first experience in Harlem with my cat cracker <laughs> love it we're gonna wrap this puppy up joanne thank you so much for being a guest on our show i had a great time i know steph did everybody who's listening make sure you smash the like button on youtube make sure you subscribe to us on itunes spotify stitcher pandora iHeartRadio. we got tiktok we got twitter love the support love having people on Joe Babe, any last words? No, next time, if there's a next time, we should celebrate with Google ju- Giggle Juice. It's the official drink of the Dunkadoos. Listen, Ooh. if we do a Giggle Juice episode, you're in on the Giggle Juice episode. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, next time we have you on, we're going to drink some Giggle Juice, which I still have the recipe, know how to do it. Thanks for coming on. Boo, blue and true, love you. And love before, you. before we go, Joe, what's it say on the back of my Dunkadoo jersey? Who do you love? Daddy. You love daddy. (laughs) Ooh, out. I love you guys. We out.